This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Want to be a more effective communicator? Learn how generational science can equip you to speak across generations in a way you can be heard well. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Numbers chapter 23 through chapter 24. Balaam blesses Israel. Balaam said to Balak, Build me seven altars here, and prepare for me here seven bulls and seven rams. So Balak did just as Balaam had said. Balak and Balaam then offered on each altar a bull and a ram. Balaam said to Balak, Station yourself by your burnt offering, and I will go off. Perhaps the Lord will come to meet me, and whatever he reveals to me, I will tell you. Then he went to a deserted height. Then God met Balaam, who said to him, I have prepared seven altars, and I have offered on each altar a bull and a ram. Then the Lord put a message in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak, and speak what I tell you. So he returned to him, and he was still standing by his burnt offering, he and all the princes of Moab. Then Balaam uttered his oracle, saying, Balak, the king of Moab, brought me from Aram, out of the mountains of the east, saying, Come, pronounce a curse on Jacob for me. Come, denounce Israel. How can I curse one whom God has not cursed? Or how can I denounce one whom the Lord has not denounced? For from the top of the rocks I see them. From the hills I watch them. Indeed, a nation that lives alone. And it will not be reckoned among the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob or number the fourth part of Israel? Let me die the death of the upright. And let the end of my life be like theirs. Balaam relocates. Then Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? I have brought you to curse my enemies, but on the contrary, you have only blessed them. Balaam replied, Must I not be careful to speak what the Lord has put in my mouth? Balak said to him, 
Please come with me to another place from which you can observe them. You will see only a part of them, but you will not see all of them. Curse them for me from there. So Balak brought Balaam to the field of Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, where he built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. And Balaam said to Balak, Station yourself here by your burnt offering, while I meet the Lord there. Then the Lord met Balaam and put a message in his mouth and said, Return to Balak and speak what I tell you. When Balaam came to him, he was still standing by his burnt offering, along with the princes of Moab. And Balak said to him, What has the Lord spoken? Balaam prophesies again. Balaam uttered his oracle and said, Rise up, Balak, and hear. Listen to me, son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a human being that he should change his mind. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it happen? Indeed, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He has not looked on inequity in Jacob, nor has he seen trouble in Israel. The Lord their God is with them. His exclamation as king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. They have, as it were, the strength of a wild bull. So there is no spell against Jacob, nor is there any divination against Israel. At this time, it must be said of Jacob and of Israel, look at what God has done. Indeed, the people will rise up like a lioness, and like a lion raises himself up. They will not lie down until they eat their prey and drink the blood of the slain. Balaam relocates yet again. Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse them at all nor bless them at all. But Balaam replied to Balak, Did I not tell you all that the Lord speaks I must do? Balak said to Balaam, Come, please, I will take you to another place. Perhaps it will please God to let you curse them for me from there. So Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor that looks towards the wastelands. Then Balaam said to Balak, Build seven altars here for me, and prepare seven bulls and seven rams. So Balak did as Balaam had said, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Chapter 24 Balaam prophesies yet again. When Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go as at the other times to seek for omens, but he set his face towards the wilderness. When Balaam lifted up his eyes, he saw Israel camped tribe by tribe, and the Spirit of God came upon him. Then he uttered this oracle. The oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eyes are open, the oracle of the one who hears the words of God, who sees a vision from the Almighty, although falling flat on the ground with eyes open. How beautiful are your tents, O Jacob, and your dwelling places, O Israel. They are like valleys stretched forth like gardens by the river's side, like aloes that the Lord has planted, and like cedar trees besides the waters. He will pour the water out of his buckets, and their descendants will be like abundant water. Their king will be greater than Agag, and their kingdom will be exalted. God brought them out of Egypt. They have, as it were, the strength of a young bull. They will devour hostile people and will break their bones and will pierce them through with arrows. They crouch and lie down like a lion, and as a lioness, 
who can stare him? Blessed is the one who blesses you, and cursed is the one who curses you. Then Balak became very angry at Balaam, and he struck his hands together. Balak said to Balaam, I called you to curse my enemies, and look, you have done nothing but bless them these three times. So now, go back from where you came from. I said that I would greatly honor you, but now the Lord has stood in the way of your honor. Balaam said to Balak, Did I not also tell your messengers whom you sent to me? If Balak would give me his palace full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commandment of the Lord to do either good or evil of my own will. But whatever the Lord tells me, I must speak. And now, I am about to go back to my own people. Come now, and I will advise you as to what this people will do to your people in future days. Balaam prophesies a fourth time. Then he uttered this oracle. The oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eyes are open, the oracle of the one who hears the words of God and who knows the knowledge of the Most High, who sees a vision from the Almighty, although falling flat on the ground with his eyes open. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not close at hand. A star will march forth out of Jacob, and a scepter will rise out of Israel. He will crush the skulls of Moab and the heads of all the sons of Sheth. Edom will be a possession. Seir, his enemy, will also be a possession. But Israel will act valiantly. A ruler will be established from Jacob. He will destroy the remains of the city. Balaam's Final Prophecies Then Balaam looked at Amalek and delivered his oracle. Amalek was the first of the nations, but his end will be that he will perish. Then he looked at the Kenites and uttered this oracle. Your dwelling place seems strong, and your nest is set on a rocky cliff. Nevertheless, the Kenite will be consumed. How long will Ashur take you away captive? Then he uttered this oracle. Oh, who will survive when God does this? Ships will come from the coast of Kittim and will afflict Ashur and will afflict Eber, and he will also perish forever. Balaam got up and departed and returned to his home, and Balak also went his way. New Testament reading. John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. The feeding of the 5,000. After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd was following him, because they were observing the miraculous signs he was performing on the sick. So Jesus went up the mountainside and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Jewish feast of the Passover was near. Then Jesus, when he looked up and saw that a large crowd was coming to him, said to Philip, Where can we buy bread so that these people may eat? Now Jesus said this to test him, for he knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, 200 silver coins worth of bread would not be enough for them, for each one to get a little. One of Jesus' disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, Here is a boy who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what good are these for so many people? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was a lot of grass in that place. So the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Then Jesus took the loaves, 
And when he had given thanks, he distributed the bread to those who were seated. He then did the same with the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were all satisfied, Jesus said to his disciples, Gather up the broken pieces that are left over, so that nothing is wasted. So they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with broken pieces from the five barley loaves, left over by the people who had eaten. Now when the people saw the miraculous sign that Jesus performed, they began to say to one another, This is certainly the prophet who is come into the world. Then Jesus, because he knew they were going to come and seize him by force to make him king, withdrew again up the mountainside alone. Mark chapter 6, verses 45 through 52. Walking on Water Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dispersed the crowd. After saying goodbye to them, he went to the mountain to pray. When evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. He saw them straining at the oars, because the wind was against them. As the night was ending, he came to them, walking on the sea, for he wanted to pass by them. When they saw him walking on the water, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke to them, Have courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Then he went up with them into the boat, and the wind ceased. They were completely astonished, because they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. Walking on Water Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, while he dispersed the crowds. And after he sent the crowds away, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already far from land, was taking a beating from the waves because the wind was against it. As the night was ending, Jesus came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified and said, It's a ghost, and cried out with fear. But immediately, Jesus spoke to them. Have courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, order me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind, he became afraid. And starting to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they went up into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy God, we thank you that you are the God who blesses us. That you pour out your love in abundance to us. You uphold us on every side. And while we live in a world that is full of of scarcity thinking, you are a God of abundance. And so we're reminded today that we can entrust ourselves to you. 
that when you call us to walk on water, when you beckon us forward with you and in you, we are in the safest hands that exist. Oh God, when we see that we lack so much, we are reminded that you are the God who is more than enough. That you are able to provide for your people beyond imagination and beyond measure. We thank you, O God, that in you we can be truly satisfied. And so, God, I ask right now that you would remind us of these truths and and cause us today to reflect on the ways in which you have come through for us. Remind us of the many, many receipts that you have of your enduring faithfulness and kindness, the ways in which you have provided resources and companionship and correction and joy and contentment and spiritual growth. We lack nothing in you, O God. And so I pray, O Lord, that we would continue to knock on the doors of heaven, placing our faith in you, that you hear our prayers and you answer our prayers and that you walk with us all the way. It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. If we want to be effective communicators, it's important to know that different generations communicate differently. In his book, Speaking Across Generations, Daryl Hall explores how generations are distinct people groups with their own cultures and languages. Pastor Hall engages with generational science and fresh research from the Barner Group. You'll learn how each generation receives verbal messages from boomers and Xers to millennials and Gen Z and those not yet named. Become a more effective communicator with insight from Daryl Hall in speaking across generations available now at ivpress.com and as a listener of this podcast you can get 30 percent off plus free u.s shipping when you use the promo code the word that's promo code t-h-e-w-o-r-d at ivpress.com We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.